0: Hey guys, it's
1: Rishika.
0: And I'm Porvi, and welcome back to Generation Daisy. In our podcast, we talk about various societal issues from our perspectives as two first-generation Indian Americans.
1: But for this episode, we're going to be talking about the representation of being this sort of perfect girl in media, and we're going to be looking at shows Um, that we used to watch and are really popular for kind of like the younger generations and how that influences gender norms and representation for girls in
0: general. Yeah so this episode is honestly kind of like a follow-up to our past few episodes because we did one about South Asian representation in media in general and then we also did one about sexism so this is kind of like a combination of the two just kind of piggybacking off of those two because one thing I guess we can narrow down is that when you're a girl and when you're younger and a lot of the things you see on TV and the toys that you play with revolve around one specific image, it really messes with your head and it kind of influences you at a young age to believe that this is how a girl should be or how a girl should look or how a woman should be. And it really serves like Rishka said to influence these gender norms and I mean there are definitely different sides of the story obviously men have their own and women have their own but I guess we can honestly agree on the fact that like for females it's it's a lot about like you know women should stay in at home and not really pursue a career or have real ambitions women should kind of just function only as objects or to kind of just sit still and, you know, look pretty, not really think or act in any certain way and eventually just marry someone and reproduce. There's no real like story or set um, interest that women should be pursuing when, I guess, when guys like characterize women as objects, that's how it is. And also just like in general, like women can't do the same things that men can and characterizing women as weak or in need of help and just in need of like being sheltered. So all of these are just kind of like popular gender norms and we wanted to touch on a few different shows or examples of things that most girls are influenced by at a young age and how these things kind of reinforce that image in young girls' minds growing up.
1: Yeah, I think one popular show that I know like a lot of younger girls I don't know how popular it is now but definitely when we were growing up when we were little it was definitely really it was really popular then it was really popular then like brats show revolving revolving around these four best friends and there's like you know a bunch of movies for them shows stories dolls and it's basically just like characters that little girls idolize and love and play with and watch so just kind of a backstory brad so like the four girls it's supposed to be like multiracial i kind of tried to hit at a lot of races but it's kind of racially ambiguous like we're not exactly sure what one of the girls is but i think what's interesting about this show and like this you know this whole like brats in general is the girls are supposed to be like teenagers. They're like in high school, they're like older teenagers and their age demographic is literally like girls that are like four to nine. Like it's for like really little girls who can't relate to what these teenagers are supposed to be going through because these girls are literally in high school. Like I would be like six years old and watching the show about brats in high school with high school class It was weird because they would talk a lot about, like, what they call, like, girl issues for high schoolers, which would literally revolve around how you look, makeup, fashion, and boys, which obviously a lot of girls are interested in like fashion and stuff but this show like only touched on fashion for young girls they never talked about the girls having other interests really like they didn't really elaborate on any like sports or art really it was just about shopping about fashion it was a lot about boys like which was kind of interesting because I don't think a lot of girls can really relate to that yet like I don't think a six-year-old can relate you know and it's like kind of makes it feel unrelatable but I think for younger girls, you just look at it and you're like, oh, this is, you know, like, this is who I aspire to be. This is who I want to be. But it's, like, so unrealistic. And there's different ways as to why it's unrealistic. One aspect is, again, how they act, like, the issues they deal with, you know, boys in high school. And then the other huge issue is how they look, which we've kind of touched on before, but, you know, beauty standards, like, the way that these dolls are shaped, they're literally Really skinny, you know, they have like a really small waist wide hips, small noses, they just have all these features that kind of scream Eurocentric and are literally the, you know, embodiment of what girls strive strive to have and not every girl can relate to this so I think just like unrealistic beauty standards that even though these are literally just like dolls and characters in a show, I think seeing that and seeing that be praised and idolized at such a young age for girls can definitely really affect them and influence, you know, what they see as pretty, what they see as desirable. Because if you're only seeing images of like even cartoons, let alone real people like that growing up, you're going to think, you know, that's what's pretty. And if you don't look like that or you don't match that criteria, you're going to think that, you know, that I'm not pretty and I don't fit in
0: adding on to that definitely puts this image into young girls' heads early on because like you were saying if their demographic is so um, young how can you address this topic of like looks and make the characters so emphasized in a certain way whereas a younger audience wouldn't normally be looking into this direction for you know anything specific like when I, a young girl like when we are watching a show we look for like the plot or like to kind of relate to the characters or to kind of just find some entertainment in what's going on but the whole show revolves around like looks and like you were saying fashion and so we're told early on that like a girl should only care about looks and fashion or, or only care about these typical feminine qualities that we as women are forced upon to believe and to kind of adhere to and it's like this whole idea first in general of like girls playing with dolls or watching like shows like brats is already something that's like imposed upon by society but then on top of that it's like how you're saying with The fact that they don't have any other personality traits and literally like I don't remember exactly what the episodes or anything are about but we like can definitely tell as a whole the show is about like I think Jade or something like she works for like a fashion thing like isn't that I think that's the girl like she she works for like some fashion thing and like the other girls literally go shopping all the time like one of them is literally like I think her personality is like to be like that diva like fashionista kind of thing so if that's what all the characters are kind of portrayed as then that's immediately just telling girls at a young age like oh you should also strive to be like following fashion and liking fashion or which is not wrong obviously we love fashion we love clothing but that's as girls like that's kind of just like you know one part of our lives but it's not the whole thing and that's the point the point is that they don't have really other hobbies or anything that's outside of that even though at a young age I'm sure like girls are introduced to different things in this show it's like showing that hey this is the perfect girl and again going back to like what you were saying with the unrealistic beauty standards literally this is what people nowadays get plastic surgery to look like it's That whole like slim, thick, like slim waist, big hips. Um first of all, brats, like they're known for their big lips. Like if you've ever seen this show or how they look like, like, come on now, like lip injections, lip fillers, people are trying to like attain what brats girls have. And just like in general, like all of that, those ideals. I can't believe that, like we, like back in like the 2000s or whenever it was released, we were introduced to that. Like before we even knew that, like plastic surgery was like normalized or like used in society, that is what was what these girls were embodying, which is crazy because you know nowadays it's like plastic surgery we, we see with normal people, but it's crazy that like these dolls or these cartoon characters already had those qualities. And I think, like, going off of brats to our, like, the, I guess the next best example is literally Barbie. Like, I'm sure every girl's have owned a Barbie doll at one point in their life or the other. And I mean, I feel like it's not even just, like, the, the, the way that a girl is portrayed. It's, like, the idea of, like, even just with brats or Barbie in general, like, you have this doll that you're physically holding onto and you know, with dolls you play dress up and you do other things, you're touching and you're you're feeling and you're looking at the show and you're constantly reminded that you need to look like this doll because in every Barbie doll it's the same thing just in different like costumes or different like outfits. It's still the same thing. And if you're telling every girl that they need to be like the Barbie, which is the idealized standard of beauty or looks for a girl, that like super skinny, like stick skinny. It's just that ideal of like being this certain way and only serving to kind of like look good in society. Like that role is always being enforced time and time again.
1: Yeah, like what you were saying about Barbie, idolize her so much like whether we notice it or not like since we were younger you know we were always like conditioned to watch and praise barbie because like that's what every other little girl was doing and if you actually look at barbie yeah like she's just this perfect quote-unquote perfect human being who's like tall super skinny blonde hair blue eyes like all of that just what the beauty standard is like supposed to be in society And, yeah, I think it's really interesting because, like, even if you look at how her body has kind of, like, changed because, you know, sometimes they would, like, show episodes or, like, they would be movies where, like, a Barbie was younger and then a Barbie was older, her body literally remained the exact same. Like, she looks the same. Like, maybe her, like, boobs grew, but that is, like, the only thing which is so not the case for so many girls, because when you're going through puberty, like when you're going through changes with your body, like your boobs aren't the only thing that's going to grow. Like literally, you're going to have changes all over your body. Like maybe you'll get curves or your legs will change, your hips will change. Like how, I don't know how you can expect to have the same body since that you had when you were nine, which like kind of goes into this whole like body image issue of people wanting their body that they had at a younger age. But when that's realistically not, that's not attainable because that was your body when you were a kid and now you're a woman. So obviously it's gonna change. Um, And Barbie does not do a good job of kind of reinforcing and spreading that message because they're essentially using the same body, which makes you think like, why do I not have that body? Why am I not that skinny? Because again, they're praising this one figure And you've been seeing that since you were a little girl, so this is what you think is desirable, both boys and girls. You're just kind of conditioned to think that this one idealized beauty standard is what everyone should strive to look for. And if you don't look like that, you're not pretty and you're not good enough. And Barbie, they have other aspects to it too. Like, I think, I'm not really exactly sure what they do. I think sometimes they'll like show her be like a painter
0: and like sports sometimes, but I feel like- It's like, okay. The whole idea, the whole plot of that show is literally their life is about like clothing and like guys or like whatever the, like the Ken guys, I don't know. Um, they're all just trying to like, which like, it, you know what? As a kid, it makes sense that like we're interested in that. But the fact that we are kind of in the first place conditioned to want to see that. But why? Because we were like forced As, you know, in society, we were forced to want to believe or want to think that we resonate more with the girly attributes that Barbie dolls and, you know, brats and whatever other example or toy that is very similar in their, you know, franchise, they all are profiting off of the idea that society wants us to be like that. And because we were given that image in our minds, society kind of, you know, pressures women to want to feel that way. And it's come to a point that if we don't fit those roles, we feel out of place, when in reality, it shouldn't be like that, because we are not supposed to be one specific thing that, you know, somebody tells us to be. And that's that whole idea of like, it's not really even touching on like the fact that like, Barbie looks a certain way. It's the idea that we were forced to want to be like that. And that's the source of enjoyment we have is to kind of fantasize our life as being something like that. And especially as someone who is not, you know, the standard white, like blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, girl, super skinny girl. Like if you don't fit that characteristic, it's almost like you kind of go about your life living vicariously through these dolls or through these shows because in those shows, those are the girls that get the guys or those are the girls who you know are considered pretty and because we're told that we should only serve a purpose to do those things and we don't match that we think we're overall just worthless because we have no place in society our place in society is not to look that way or to act that way so it's just like this whole idea of like how these shows kind of tell us to that this is the way that we should be to be accepted but it's literally two aspects of like a world of different things that we could be doing like our looks and you know how we dress is two very minimal things in like the grand scheme of things you know
1: yeah totally adding on to that kind of like the dolls especially for barbie i think like in their shows and stuff like body diversity is like not a thing it's like seriously not a thing there's only one body type that they literally like paste and copy and paste to every single person in the show. And they do that for dolls too, which is crazy because I know when we were growing up, I think now it got better as to like, to have different races and like, you know, different types of Barbies and different cultures. But when we were little, like we didn't have that. Like it would only be like a blonde hair Barbie or maybe a brunette white Barbie, but like there was never anything that looked remotely close to us. Mm -hmm. So that, in itself, like apart from the show, kind of makes you, you know, as a young girl, think about yourself. And yeah, it makes you really like question that too. Like even if you're not like really thinking about it because you're like six years old and you just want a Barbie, it kind of, I think really affects you as you're growing up to not see anything remotely close to you which kind of touches back to all our topics that we're talking about representation and kind of seeing someone that looks like you but even at such a young age at cartoons you would think that you know they would include people that look like you or like to include different race like why does it only have to be one race it's not people it's literally cartoons you're drawing that so you know this definitely influences young children so when you're not able to find any sort of doll that looks like you in terms of racial or body types then it's very confusing and it will definitely affect what you think is the beauty standard and how you view yourself when you grow up, which is all what we're saying. Um, yeah, I think kind of going off of that into another topic, just like another, you know, thing that every little girl used to watch, like Disney princesses and how, you know, that's like a huge thing for girls. Like so many things revolve around being a Disney princess and like you'd always be like, oh, like, what princess are you? Like, I want to be this princess or I like this one. Like so many parties and like costumes and like so, I feel like so much of our life revolved around Disney princesses, right? So to have something that has such a big impact on you as a child, I feel like that's kind of a huge responsibility for the creators of this show to make sure that every girl feels included and that they're sending the right messages. Because even if they think, oh, like they're little kids and you know, it doesn't really matter, it's just for entertainment. Yes, That's true. This is entertainment, but I think that if we, at such a young age, you kind of take in things a lot and that will definitely affect how you view it later. So why not send things that will help them later at a young age so that they're grow up that way too. Like a huge thing about Disney princesses, which has always kind of like made me question it. It's it's always about like a damsel in distress, right? It's always about this princess who has some sort of issue in her life and she's always waiting for her prince or her prince charming to come and help her rescue solve all her problems so at a young age you're always thinking you know maybe there has to be someone else that comes and solve my problems i clearly like these princesses maybe i can't do it by myself like it's always someone else who has to come and rescue her. Yeah, might she might do things on her own. There are a few exceptions, but majority of the time it's about finding her prince who can give her everything she wants, which I think obviously is very confusing for younger girls. And it's just like why it does it always have to be like a boy that's helping me. And I'm sure a lot of girls do think that. And I feel like Disney, Disney princess does like a huge job of reinforcing that message, which I think is what we're trying to get away from.
0: Yeah, and I think definitely adding on to that, it's not only are they just sitting there waiting to kind of be rescued or to feel that way, it's also that kind of the end goal of the movie or the, you know, traditional quote-unquote happily ever after is that they get married to the guy and they kind of just live like that and they only live to kind of reproduce and be like a royal family and that's the thing like there's no career or there's no real like ambitions or anything that the princess has and obviously okay so yes they're royalty princesses are supposed to serve to like enforce that family name and obviously like so is the prince and yeah like royalty don't really have real jobs but at the end of the day like the girl was something before she became a royalty. Usually it's not a royal girl staying, you know, in that family. I mean, I guess in some examples it is. But in other ones, it's like the girl started off somewhere else and then whatever happened, happened. And then suddenly she becomes princess. Usually those girls still don't really have any specific hobby or interest or ambition. It's always like them kind of just being this random girl who would dream of like, being a princess or a girl who would like do chores or just do like normal feminine things and then proceed to become a princess and then continue to enforce that feminine role. It's not like there's ever a other hobby or ambition that that girl had. And it's kind of saying like, oh, as girls, we don't really need to have anything, any interest or hobby. We should just wait till we get a husband and then be married off and then just start a family which is so problematic and i don't know honestly there are a few examples of like princesses that don't typically follow this traditional role like for example um i think Milan's like a really really good example because she obviously had to dress up as like a man, and I'm sure you guys know this, but, and fight in the war, which is like the exact opposite of what a princess traditionally is meant to do, which was great. Like, obviously it's challenging these gender roles and it's saying that women are not just, you know, supposed to be cast into this path of being this weak damsel in distress, like Rishko was saying. She is showing that women can also do the same thing as men and fight and be brave. And another thing, adding on to the Brave is the girl from Brave. I think her name's Merida. She literally, she grew up as like a quote-unquote, I, like I hate saying these kind of words, but like the tomboy girl type girl like she was never like super into like fashion she was like I think she was an archer like she her iconic bone arrow that everyone knows about like she was the one who saved her family from danger which is great because it's not the prince like was there even a prince in the story I don't think there was a
1: prince I think they tried finding her a prince, but, like, that was definitely not emphasized at all. Like, yeah,
0: I don't even remember that. There was no prince in the story. It was all about her, and she was still a princess. So I think that's—we want to see more of that because a princess doesn't always have— especially a modern-day princess. Like, obviously, maybe in history, like, it was different. But a modern-day princess should not serve to, like, reinforce these things about, you know, what a girl should be or not be.
1: yeah we definitely want to see more things like this that are kind of breaking that societal norm and what we've been conditioned to see and I think this is like a newer movie so I hope like I think there's going to be more things in the future that will definitely help that but I know a lot of things in the past have just kind of kept that you know perpetrate that same message of what it is to be a girl and um be like a Disney princess which we all looked up to And another thing, again, kind of like what we were saying in Rats and Barbie, I think a huge thing is there's no, like, body diversity. I mean, diversity in general, like, racial, they're barely, like, what we touched on, like, Aladdin and Mulan and Princess and the Frog, like, okay, out of, like, the 15, maybe, like, three of them are not white, which is seriously not a lot, like, that's not representative of the whole world. so there's not much diversity in terms of that. And then in body, there's none. I have not seen a princess that doesn't fit this quote unquote beauty standard to just be really skinny. That's basically it. I honestly, yeah, there's there's no diversity in body types, which I think should happen. I think this is like, it's so important. I think in this day and age with everything that we've been through, with even in the real real world, like campaigns and everyone being super inclusive and body inclusive, including different body types, we should be putting this even in little kids shows and like cartoons, like, I mean, this is definitely something that influences little kids. Like that's what we were saying. Like, even though this is a source of entertainment, this is for the younger generation, it still does have like a dire impact on kids, which is gonna affect them when they grow older. I think that if we're doing it for like adults, we should do that for kids too, because you know, what they see is what they learn and what they grow into. So I think if we see that at a young age and people feeling more included, um, that would definitely have such a positive impact on just society in general to show like, you know, there's not just one set standard that you have to be or that you have to follow to be viewed as desirable, to be viewed as perfect, because again, we're saying beauty is so subjective and there's, so much diversity. I think we should at least be including a little bit in these shows.
0: Yeah I think especially because going forward now with everything that we've seen and you know all I guess the modern trend is to kind of be more accepting and inclusive so definitely going forward from now I feel like there should be changes and there will be but it's also about that idea of like you know at a young age we really don't care what the body type of the princesses are. And so the people who are in charge of like animation or whoever's creating, you know, the characters, why are they making them this one type? They think that they're making it that way to appeal to an audience because they think that being skinny or being, you know, white and being, you know, blonde or brunette, like these attributes are more appealing to the audience that's watching but for princesses, the audience is literally like young girls. Why does it matter what body type they are? Because a young girl is going to grow into something else in the future. She herself doesn't really care. It's more about like the plot as a whole of the movie. So like why it, 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 it just goes back to the idea of like princesses and in girls in general it's this whole trope of like, we need to sit still and look pretty. And that's all we do as individuals. We don't have a real personality, but as young girls, when we're watching the show, we're not really looking at those girls to be sitting still and looking like that. We want like, honestly, we want them to have some sort of a personality. We want them to do something interesting like the plot. And if you start the cycle of already making, people want to kind of look a certain way, then it's only going to continue. And like Rishka was saying, it's something that needs to be tackled at this time, at this point in someone's lifetime, because if you don't do it when you're younger, it just continues to like compound as they grow older. And that's where all this, like these insecurities and everything come from. So, you know, it, it's really, it goes back to the people who are in charge of the show or the production of the movie or whatnot, because I think, th- now especially because because of these changing attitudes I feel like people will begin to understand that it doesn't really matter to younger girls and that it should be more about like inclusivity because obviously no one is going to fit that ideal standard completely like even if you are at some point your body might change at some point you know in any way you're not going to fit the exact character that the princess plays so why not just make new different types of princesses that we all can relate to rather than just making another Belle or another Cinderella or another Sleeping Beauty. I'm sorry, but like, these are so basic. Like, come on Um, (laughs) now. But like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, come on, like we need new characters. And another thing too, like you brought up with Barbie, the fact that like, we want more of those like different characteristics that we can relate to, like in terms of races. I feel like I've seen a few Barbie dolls. Like when I've been in stores when I was younger, I've seen like dolls that were like different races. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen like an Indian inspired one or like, like um, I've definitely seen like black princesses or at least like, I don't even know if it was princesses, but it's like, gir- like just the dolls themselves, like different versions of like the Barbie brand. But then it's like a, a different girl, not like an actual character or whatever. But it's funny because- we're saying like we're putting all this pressure on the people making them but at the end of the day those ones aren't selling the ones that sell are the ones that are the white ones that the girls are buying which to me it's like okay well if i wanted to relate to the dolls then i myself would have bought the one that i could relate to but at a young age if we're so brainwashed into thinking that we're going to choose the one that society wants us to be
1: I think that's actually such a good point because I remember seeing things about this like a few years ago and it was kind of like, just like this random test or like a survey done on on little kids and they brought different, they brought dolls of different races that looked different and they were like, choose one, choose the one that you would want and like 90% of them chose the white one. Barely anyone chose the one, even if they weren't white, they would be choosing the white one and, you know, barely any of them chose like of different races or something else that wasn't white and I think that's really interesting because it's like what you were saying like we're just like brainwashed from a young age that you know being blonde and being white is what's the most beautiful so obviously I want the one that's most beautiful so I'm gonna get that I don't need to get one that looks different I don't want to get one that's different like I want to fit in so I'm gonna get the one that's white which I think that even though they were little kids, I think they were they were at the age where they could like understand what is kind of going on around them and what people consider to be looking good and what It's considered to be undesirable, but I think now even starting at like an even younger age, I think just In society, of course, but I think like show creators and like producers of all the all things children related do have a responsibility of showing kids the importance of diversity, again, in terms of body image, in terms of race. And I think putting that an equal amount of praise on all different types would definitely change the perception of so many kids and of society in general. Because if you're putting, if if 85% of what you're showing is supposed to be white and skinny, and, you know, barely this like 10% is not, you're gonna obviously choose the one that's white because that's what everyone else is doing. But if it's like a good equal percentage of both then there's a much higher chance that you're going to choose something that's different which yeah I really hope to like see that more. I'm not- I think it's been getting better but I think that it's such a you know important message that like people should be taking more seriously because it really does affect you as you
0: grow up. Yeah exactly exactly and I think- think okay when Barbie like came out with that show, like the newer show, I really don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's still that like dream house thing, probably not. But um, that new show is, I think they're starting to kind of have modern, like societal issues that are being discussed in that show, which like really shocked me because recently I, I think in one of my like college classes, last semester, they showed this, like, video of, like, an ad, like, an ad campaign, and I think it was the topic of, like, climate change, and it was Barbie, like, the company, like, it wasn't an actual episode, but it was, like, the company used the Barbie character in an ad, and they made an ad against, like, one of these organizations, An organization that we shouldn't support basically and Barbie was like kind of like talking against it in the ad like the character itself and it was like made as an ad campaign. But it's just it's crazy because it's like it went like from a girl who literally did like stuff about like shopping and like girly things and then they were using that character as an ad for climate change, which is like a big jump. And I was honestly really shocked that the teacher showed that because I was like, "What? This children's character that we all wanted to be is suddenly talking about climate change," and that was really great. And I think there's definitely other examples of like Barbie. I think recently, um, Rishka and I saw on social media. No, it w- it
1: was a black Barbie character. I think no, it was a black girl on the Barbie show, and she was talking about like her experience. Um, when she felt like left out or felt different or like singled out by her own teacher because she wasn't white and she was black. And I remember we saw that and we were like, wow, like that, it was actually like a really good way to teach children. I think they like said it in such a way that like even little kids could understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's really great that they're including stuff like that in shows. I mean, that's definitely a step up.
0: Yeah, I don't even know like what that was. It was like some clip we saw on social media if that was part of like an actual episode then that's crazy because, like, keep doing that. And especially, like, obviously Barbie is still going to be the main character because that's the brand. But I think adding in new characters and new perspectives and then using Barbie to kind of, like, influence the audience that it already has is a good step forward because maybe we can't change the roles that are enforced by, like, Barbie itself. But if we start to change, like, the characters' ideals and the characters', like, characteristics and traits then the girls who look up to these or who are already influenced by her will also like agree with these ideas and like continue to like learn about these ideas and be educated so it's kind of turning something that was previously bad and frowned upon into something good because if they completely took it out then they would lose obviously like this big company this big brand but using that brand for good is like definitely a big step forward.
1: Yeah, I think it's good because they have such a big influence. So with that influence, so many people in their audience, they're able to, you know, spread messages that are actually good, which I think, you know, obviously a lot of big brands should be doing. If you are like higher up in power and you have that power to do that, like literally Barbie, then you should be using your voice. I think that's really important. So I think we're going to
0: wrap it up. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. And don't forget, as usual, to follow us on our social media at Generation Daisy, with two underscores at the end. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one.